Hello, welcome. Almost 30 podcast. What's up? How are you guys? So happy you're here. So happy. Welcome to the show. I'm Lindsay and this is Krista. We're best friends. Back at it again. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) We're best friends and we're glad you're here. We're soul sisters from another mister. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to talk about it the whole time. The whole time. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm really glad you're here. Uh, If you're new to the pod, we've had some incredible uh, interviews lately. So I can imagine that uh, we have new audiences from other really, really cool people coming and listening to the show. So first of all, we really appreciate it. And if you don't already know, we started this podcast when we were transitioning from our 20s to our 30s. It's that time that is just kind of like a little funky. You don't exactly know what to do. There's no true plan. We don't, we're not taught this in school or by our parents necessarily. So we wanted to just create a place where you can come and feel like you can be yourself and feel supported and have these really honest conversations. And we hope that we also make you laugh a little bit. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back to all all the other people. We are really excited. We've had Jay Shetty on recently. Uh, which was so powerful. Bird's Papaya was so fun. Mm-hmm. Mark Groves was incredible. Camila Coelho, Gabby Reese. It's just been Shanae Alexander earlier this week. It's been such a good lineup lately. Yeah, we're so lucky. Have s- such good friends. I'm speaking of good friends. This weekend was a... Friend-filled weekend. A friend-filled weekend. All outside. I love it. Yeah, all outside. Keeping and safe. That's what I love. Like Being in LA, I think we're really lucky. There's a lot of space to be outside. But like places, there's of, actually not a lot of space. Oh, really? I mean, there's space I feel to like be outside. Out. Yeah, but more so than like a New York. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, Compared we're comparing. To New York. <laughs> we're comparing. Yes. But, I'm thinking of Ohio, baby. There's a lot of room. Oh. <laughs> Ohio, like, where I'm from, and there's tons of room. Three hundred acres to do whatever <laughs> you want. There is <laughs> lots of room. Room is different other places, but it's reminding me or. or made me feel good to see businesses be kind of resilient in that mm-hmm. way. You totally. know? Yeah, we had a bunch of birthdays this weekend. It was it was really fun. Yeah. Our friend, um, Danielle Pacenti, mm-hmm. who you all probably know and love. Uh, she is your like fitness queen guru mm-hmm. on Instagram. But um, she had a really fun like poolside outdoor gathering, which was great. It made me... It reminded me that I need to do push-ups. Honestly. <laughs> Dude. She like... I don't know how she gets so motivated. Ooh, she's incredible. It. It's also, incredible. it was so funny. She texted me yesterday. She's like, everyone's like getting these like serious birthday gifts and I got a tumble track. She got this like inflatable tumble track for her to like do flips on and stuff. I'm like, that's going to be sick reels. That is sick. Isn't it sick? But she used to be like a, a cheerleader Fitness. in college. So yeah. She was like killing it. So it's hilarious. But because she's a fitness instructor, everyone there had like major definition. Major muscle tone. Tons of tone. <laughs> they had not... Quarantine had not affected their their fitness. And I was like, okay. Yeah. It's possible. It is totally possible. Everyone was so sweet. I was like, wow. Yeah. It was... The muscles were shining. The muscles were shining. It was a fit crew. It was, a, it was like a DP fit crew pretty much. DP fit crew. And then we had Milana Snow. He's like a dear friend of ours. She had her birthday on Saturday and we were in Malibu at Malibu Fig Ranch, which was so cute mm-hmm. and outside and... Yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah. I, I Milana's been on the show as well. So if you don't know who Milana is, you can check out that episode. But she's just been such a not only powerful friend, but like a healer mm-hmm. in our lives since mm-hmm. the beginning of the podcast. I feel so 
so lucky. Yeah. My favorite game for birthdays is to go around and everyone says what they love about the person. And so we had a good, good, good group doing that. It was so funny. Yeah, that was, it flowed. It flowed. Sometimes it doesn't flow. Sometimes oh we get interrupted. And- so I went first. <laughs> and so after I went, there was someone next to me who, one of Milana's friends bought their like younger son. So he was like definitely the youngest there. And I was like, all right, your turn. Just kind of like joking. And he's like, don't laugh at me. <laughs> He literally, everyone was just laughing because I was joking. I was like, all right, your turn. He's like, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Did you hear him? No, I did not. You didn't did hear him not. say that? No. Me and Justin were rolling. <laughs> we were like, that was the funniest thing I've ever... And he was serious. Hurt, dead serious. Wow. He's and, like a serious athlete. So I feel he's like he's a it's, serious person. Yeah, serious. And Justin said too, he, he was talking to him most of the night. He's like, why do I always... <laughs> get put in those situations where I'm talking to someone for 30 minutes and I could never leave. I'm like, I don't know. I was talking to him about the end and he's so sweet. But I, I kept like kind of like backing up because I'm like, we got it. Because we, we had to go. go. It was like super, super late and, and dark out. Uh, and I was like, boom, boom. I was like, and he just kept pulling me in it was, and, and walking towards me. I was like, oh, we're doing the dance. Oh, we're doing <laughs> the dance. Oh my God. And it's just, yeah, that was so funny. And then... Just was talking to Letitia forever. Mm-hmm. Duh. I know, duh. He's She's like, me best. and Letitia were laughing so much. <laughs> they were talking about his mushroom trip where he fell. Oh, yes. And in his eyes, I said, what are you doing? And I like judged him for falling. Did he tell you that story too? Yeah. He's... His favorite thing is to be like a victim of my like, yes, whatever. No, I knew exa- I knew what happened, but he was like, oh God. Yeah, he, he just was kind of like, Chris would just looked at me and be like, dude, you good? Yes. He said that I looked at him falling on a mushroom trip and said, are you good? <laughs> Which is so like ridiculous. Like literally he loves to be like a victim of me. Also, hey man, you were tripping. So she probably didn't say that. Well, I honestly saw him fall and was like, hey, as an adult, you understand that me freaking out doesn't help the situation. Uh, yes, 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 yes. And in my head, I, I decided I had the moment. I was like, what if this is really bad? And I was like, no, this isn't bad. Yep. And then was just like, what? I don't know. That's and then so I said, funny, what dude. are you doing? <laughs> get up. I said, get up. You're get embarrassing up, me. But thank God at that mushroom trip, the shaman was like 6'5". Yeah, that's what he said. And thank God he was so big because Justin's so big. Yes. I mean, that was freaking crazy. <laughs> but sure. Dude, speaking of mushroom trips, I've been having wacky ass dreams where basically in my dream, I'm awake. And then when I close my eyes... I, if you, if anyone in out your there, dream in my I think it's in my dream because okay. it or I don't know if it's lucid or I don't know, but um, and I close my eyes and I see like like your true colors, <laughs> <laughs> like the geometry, like this, like quote unquote yes. sacred geometry, but it's really like it's almost like what everything is made made up of is what I'm understanding it to be, mm-hmm. but like different colors, different different patterns. And sometimes it's like dizzying. I'm like, mm. what is happening? And I'm not on anything. And then I asked, I mean, I've had 84 different psychic readings Honestly. recently. So And they've told me two opposite things about moving, which is comical. Yeah, it's like, okay. I don't even ask the question anymore because I'm like, it's too, it's too confusing. That's uh, why I keep asking, just like, what's up with my cats? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I was like, so I had this dream. Yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, this feels like you're your like learning in your dreams. And really it's just about like receiving the information. It's not, you know, you don't have to be actively like kind of translating it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I don't, you know, 
That kind of feels true, but I don't really know. Okay. And then on Instagram, on Instagram, there was this girl who commented on a live we did, I did with Laura Day on Almost 30. And I guess it's one of Laura's students, mm-hmm. part of the circle or whatever. And she's like, she's like, hi, Lindsay, I connected with your energy and I just see a lot of like lined paper and like a lot of like mathematics and physics on the paper. And it just feels like you're in a season of like, of, of intense learning. And I just thought that was like interesting that they said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that is. Do I, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree too, but... But also like... I we're always... My energy should say no. <laughs> I don't want anyone tuning into my energy whenever they want. I uh, know. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, as far as I know, you have to ask permission. I know. <laughs> hey, that's illegal. <laughs> that's illegal. Ask me permission. That's illegal, but yeah. That's it. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode with our dear friend, Sarah Merrill. Yeah, Sarah Merrill. Best body in town. Best, bo- best body in town. Best body in town. That's yeah. what we're going to talk about. And she's nice like, bodies in this whole podcast. <laughs> and she's just no, hilarious. She's just cool. She is uh, the genius and the humor behind Big Kid Problems on Instagram. You probably follow. She also hosts the Big Kid Problems podcast. And I just love the lens through which she mm-hmm. observes life. Yeah. And she creates all her own memes, all her own content. Every single thing you see on Big Kid Problems is hers. And that's really rare in the meme social media world space is to have all original content that you yes. create. So um, that is one thing that I find so amazing about her. And she talks so much about like this period that we talk about, which is like the 20s and 30s period. So yeah, she's just a gem. She's such a good friend. She's a good person. We talk about um, how she built Big Kid Problems, but we really just like catch up. This is like a super easy easy, fun one. We talked yeah. about wedding planning, both of our wedding planning, moving, and just really just catch up. So I'm excited for you guys to be like a fly on the wall for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always nice to kind of uh, have a difference in the types of podcasts we put out because we can have like a really intense, mm-hmm. like super valuable, get your notebook out podcast. And then this one I really feel like is is such a feel good and something you can listen to as you're on your walk or whatnot, feeling less alone. But yeah, just from almost 30, before we get into this episode, we have a lot of really cool things um, coming up. We have an accelerator, the podcast, the Almost 30 Podcast Accelerator, which we're excited about. We've been wanting to do this for a long time and it feels like just the right time. Uh, With everything we've learned from building this podcast from the ground up, we wanted to help current podcasters grow and monetize their podcast. And it's a question we get almost every day. And so we've curated this particular accelerator and this experience to support those at that point in their podcasting journey. And we'll just be there to hold their hand and uh, coach them coach them through. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's going to be through application only. Um, so we can just make sure that the group is super curated and ready to really take on all the information and ready to grow and ready to monetize. So that's going to be incredible. That's through Your Podcast Pro. If anyone's interested in starting a podcast, growing a podcast, podcast or monetizing one, you can find resources on yourpodcastpro.com. But this accelerator is going to be really, really special, small group. So I'm super excited about that. And then we have new workshops mm-hmm. for New Paradigm. So we've been doing New Paradigm this year when we um, had to transition everything to being digital. And we've had the best workshops and our new lineup upcoming for the next couple months until the end of the year is so fucking awesome. Yeah. Super powerful. We have Jess. She's the moon mother 
on Instagram. She's going to be digging into human design on purpose and money. We have our friend Danica Breisha, who is the founder of the Self Care Society. So you know what that workshop is going to be about. It's going to be really, really valuable. We also have Shanae Alexander joining us. And that is going to be on... uh, sex mm-hmm. and body love. And she's actually bringing her sex therapist. So that's going to be actually the one coming up on the 30th. What else? And Ghazi, our friend mm-hmm. Ngazi, who's going to be doing a workshop on writing and poetry and creativity and self-love. And this is one that, you know, for me, some of my most valuable healing has been in writing, even though I'm super resistant to it at times. So I'm really excited to have have a group for that just to be able to access that type of expression. Yeah. And then we have Jenna Reese for Breathwork. So Jenna Reese is a Breathwork teacher here in Los Angeles. And we had her at a retreat in Malibu and it was fucking insane. <sighs> that was insane. <gasps> All the girls can attest. They were DMing me this weekend about it, just how powerful that breath work is. So we're going to be doing Wild Hearts breath work. And then last, we have Kiki Robinson, Kiki! who's been Lindsay and I's healer and teacher yeah. this entire year. We mm-hmm. see her at least once a month. She is a psychic medium, channeler, healer, basically like 2020 witch. Yes. And she does profound work. So that's going to be about channeling. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be mostly about tarot. So we're going to be learning tarot 101. What is tarot? Where did it come from? How to use tarot? And then how to channel to make take your tarotting to the next level. Yeah, I had a tarot reading from her the other day and it was so powerful and really unique. You know, I like I've had a bunch of tarot readings and this one hands down was just super super the most powerful. So you can find these workshops at almost30.com and then all the workshops that we've already done we have available to buy at shopalmost30.com along with workbooks and other courses and and really valuable downloadables. You can just download them right away just to support you in your evolution. Yep. We got you. Okay, let's let's enjoy let's enjoy this one with Sarah Merrill of Big Kid Problems. You can find Big Kid Problems on Instagram at Big Kid Problems on Twitter and all socials. And then Sarah Merrill's podcast is The Big Kid Problems. Enjoy. Love ya. We're all just kind of like drooling over your new life of like space and nature. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my God. And just slowing down, uh, being out of the energy. How yeah. does it feel to be back in the LA energy? Um, it feels bad. <laughs> I know. Honestly. <laughs> I'm like, how have you guys been? Have you, do you notice it though? Because you live in it. It's assaulting. Yeah. yeah. I've been here for like 24 hours and I'm like, holy shit. Yes. I had a, had a headache for the past five months. I'm yes. like, it's like very dense. It's dense and uh-huh. I just feel like people are on edge. Yes. There's a lot. Um, that's it's also like when you guys you moved out of New York, when you go back to New York, do you you notice the energy yes. right away too? Totally. But I actually sometimes when we go back to New York, yeah. or at least the last like year, I kind of felt like I could handle it. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I wasn't feel, as affected. Mm-hmm. Every time every time I go to New York, I feel differently about it. Like really? one time I'm like, eh puke. And the next time I'm like, wow, this place is heaven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you go at the right time of year mm. and it's like where we we're, that one time we stayed at Maddie's. It was like Upper East, oh, yeah, was right bad. by the park. It was beautiful weather. I just we thought were, it was bad. I was like, because <laughs> we were in like a small apartment. <laughs> that's like, Oh yeah, that was bad. But otherwise it was just beautiful yes, weather. It was and, beautiful weather. And if, and if you catch the vibe of New York at the right time... When we were in Brooklyn that one time, yes. that was a vibe. It's just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. The time we're in Brooklyn, whenever I'm in Williamsburg, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Just 
But otherwise, it's like if you catch it at a bad time, you just feel exhausted and tired and all the things. Yeah. But here, yeah, like when we were, we were looking at me and Justin were looking at places to move. And when I'm looking, it's I don't think he's understanding. I'm like, I need to be a, away from this grid. Like, he's like, oh, but the house is so beautiful and there's a grill out in the back. I can grill. I'm like, I'm not looking for a grill. I'm looking for like peace. Yeah. And just being away from... Because LA's fucking massive. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is insane. It's a massive suburb. Yeah. It's just tons of suburbs. There's so many pockets too, though. Yes. You know, I feel like wherever you are, it's a totally different vibe too. Mm-hmm. Completely. Like where you were in Manhattan, so different. So different. What was Manhattan Beach like? Manhattan experience. Beach was really chill, but like too chill. Yeah. Almost. Like I was like, oh, everybody's like pushing their toddlers and strollers. Like by 9 p.m., everybody's home. I moved to Manhattan Beach straight from New York. So I was like, this this change is a little little too slow for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thought Manhattan slow. would be like Manhattan. Yeah. Nope. nope. Yeah. Nope. What did we do? We, we worked at your house that one day. Did we do work that day at your house? I think we did. Or you guys were there for dinner? like three hours. We did like eight combined minutes of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're like, let's do a work day. We were all wearing like crazy hats. Yeah. <laughs> sitting outside. Because it was like sun. trying to be out. <laughs> but oh yeah, I think getting out of LA is like what everyone's doing right now. I do feel like it is a trend and I see it I see it in LA and I feel like I see it in New York too like people are just realizing they're like oh I I don't actually have to be here like I can work remotely I can come visit you know it's it's travel is pretty accessible mm-hmm. to a lot of people so getting out of it and that's what's nice is like I don't live in either city now but I can go when I want yes. and when I spend like a week anywhere I'm like that was great mm-hmm. ready to go home and, mm-hmm. and chill, chill out literally yeah. What was it like moving to a new city where you really knew no one? So moving to Nashville was actually easier for me because I had done the move to LA like the year before. Like LA was the first move I did. Um, I had lived in New York for almost 10 years and I moved to LA. And that was the first time mm-hmm. like going from like, wow, I have my crew. I have all my favorite spots in, in New York. And like I moved to LA, didn't know anyone, didn't have anything. That was really hard. Doing it again, going to Nashville, I'm like, Phew. Got it's a breeze. Oh, don't have any friends? Cool. Yeah. So you're like, even better. Yeah. I'm like, in a couple months, it'll change. You know, like, I know there's like a light at the end of the tunnel, but doing it the first time was really scary. Mm-hmm. Really scary. Especially in a, like a city like LA, where it is, it feels like everyone has kind of a a community. Yes. A thing. Well, a we met at that event. Oh, yeah. But that event. I forget what the event was. Remember? Yeah. We, was Lindsay there? Yeah. And we, you we were sitting sat, somewhere else. You got sat away from us. And then yeah. Krista and I were sitting next <laughs> to each other. And they had all these like female empowerment exercises. And Krista and I just sat there and I talked was, about like nothing. nothing. I was in like a serious sandwich. And I was like, get me out. Yes. They were so There's serious. Like, they were like, okay, so n- what is like one thing that you feel? And we're like, okay. Anyway. Uh, so like, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't want to... We just... I just sometimes... Sometimes I love that. I'm like, yes, appreciate. Please create the container for me. And sometimes I'm like, too contrived. Yeah. I want freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah. So we were just fucking around. I mean, we were having a blast. Yeah, it was great though. It's just like, I love when you have like instant connections yes. with friends mm-hmm. and it's just like easy. And That's you're just like, the goal <sighs> for me to leave with one friend. Yeah. I'm like, I just need one friend. Yep. And a person I really like. Yeah. I'm like, cool. We're friends. Yeah. I don't need to have everyone like me. It's just like, whatever. Yeah. Getting one friend out of an event, huge win. Huge win. <laughs> huge win. Not feeling bad about yourself after an event. Huge win. Huge win. 
<laughs> not crying after an event. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting one because it was like up in the hills. Remember? That yeah. house was, that was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so interesting. I didn't know why I was there. It's same. <laughs> I actually don't know how we got invited. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Mm-mm. It was great. What I've learned about events in general is like there is, and I didn't know this until like kind of until we weren't going to events anymore. What is there? There's a strategy in like, so if it's like put on by a brand. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so if I'm really going to be there for like an hour, like I have to make sure that I speak to someone mm-hmm. who's with the brand, where's the goodie bag, but also like maybe <laughs> take pictures just in case I'm expecting, you know what I mean? Like yes. there's so many, I didn't, know anything. Did mm-hmm. you know anything about that when you started going to events? I did only because I, I come from a PR background. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I used to be the person throwing the events yeah. and like letting people come. <laughs> and trying not to invite people like me who just do <laughs> yeah. the bare minimum. That bitch didn't <laughs> even post one story. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, I come from the other side. So it's real nice being on the other side, just showing up, showing up late, eating yeah. some snacks, yeah. getting like three goodie bags. That's the trick. <laughs> Yes, but it is. It's like, but then you have to post and it feels really inauthentic. Yeah, because that's what's hard. What's interesting about events is it's so not real what's going on. Mm. So you're like, hey, everyone, check out this like cotton candy machine over here. Like, this is amazing. Like, and then it's like, okay. And then you're like, walk, you're just showing them this event. And it's like, why did, why do they care about this event? They're like, by the way, our new vitamin is... 100%. <laughs> like cotton candy vitamin, yeah. See, I've like never minded posting about that stuff because I'm like, guys, look at the cool shit I'm doing. <laughs> I love that. I'm not home like in my sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Like, this is big. This is big for me. <laughs> What's it been like being quarantining with the man's? Oh, it's actually like we've been thriving. Really? Yeah. And it's so funny. I love talking to couples because I, I feel like everybody has like different experiences. And uh, my fi- Brandon, my fiance and I, we are very different people. Like we are kind of polar opposites. And it's just been like really nice. Like we just, we've been jibing. We've been chilling really hard. Jibing. What's jibe? I love jibing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't jibe? Yeah, really. <laughs> No, we just like it. Just it's been like really nice. Like like the things that things have started opening back up in Nashville. We're like we could keep this going. Like we'll do another five months. Like it's fine. Ours was like we were thriving at the beginning, and now we're like then we were not thriving, and we're fine now. But there was like a definite period of non thrive. What what was causing the non thrive? Like let me think about what it was. I actually forget. But usually it's (laughs) but usually it's like the same old shit. You know, it's like what's my what's our issue. Well, I think Krista like evolves and learns and grows yes. like at a hyper speed. Mm. And so, you know, I think Justin is so, like just so present and like kind and yes. open hearted. But it's also like, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. a therapist. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> tell him, tell him what our problem is. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like, it, it's very, I don't think it's a, a root issue where it's going to like break you. It's just like so a part of like the evolution of the relationship. And I think sometimes for the male or male energy, it's like very hard to like just flow with change. Yes. You know, and and also in the process, learn something about themselves that could break down what they thought was true about themselves. It's like, it's very hard. It's like very confronting. It's like identity shattering, ego shattering, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I think this year has been so hard for me. It's been one of the hardest years of my life. I think everyone can everyone <laughs> for, Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not alone there. And then for him, it's also been hard. So it's also just like both us being in hard places together in mm. a tight space. 
and the the space doesn't feel good anymore. So it's like, oh, we need to like mm-hmm. mix this up. And I'm just, I'm like, I move so fast. Like I make decisions very fast and Justin doesn't. So it's always like, how can we meet? Like, how can I move at my pace and you move, you not move? And now we make it work. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's like a long-winded say way of like not saying anything, but like... <laughs> I can't think of a specific example, but it was actually really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also too, it's just like, oh, like it's not sexy to just be fucking at home all the time and your nasty clothes. Oh yeah. Totally. You that, know? that part's hard for that, sure. That's me yeah. doing that. But you know, it's like, you're like, okay. Yeah. I think to have kind of that variety of like what you're doing and not being able to do like new things. We were talking to Mark Groves today. And like that ability to like do new things together is kind of like sexy because mm-hmm. you're learning things about each other and it kind of just feels new in general. So not being able to do that in quarantine is very interesting. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like, you can't miss the other person. Yes. Like, let me miss you. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no magnetism. You know, there's mm. magnetism when you're not with each other. Like mm-hmm. it creates that like pull. But it's just yeah. like now you're always just like walking by each other. You just see, you know, you're in the kitchen. You're just like, you're like, you still smell. Honestly, <laughs> just like doing all the things. So yeah, you guys have just been thriving the whole time. It's been pretty, like, I hate to be that person. I'm like, yeah, it's been I pretty totally good. I can totally see that. I think you're so easy. Oh, I'm, we're both very, very easy. And then also like we love, like we had just moved into our new house. And like we, for the first time, I mean, we lived in New York, we lived in LA. We had like the tiniest spaces, like, we could just disappear to like our own floors, we, which we usually do during the day. You know, like we both, we're working really hard in quarantine too. So he's in his world. I'm in my world. We're yeah. on different areas. And like by the end of the day, I'm like, oh, this is nice. We get to like cook mm. dinner together. We get to like horrifyingly watch the news together. Honestly. <laughs> like, but it was kind of, you know, it was just, it was good. It was like, yeah. work, it worked out. I, th- I just think, it, I mean, it obviously wasn't the most ideal scenario, but I think- I think the um, space helps. The mm-hmm. space helps Being a in Nashville. Lot. So wait, you have two floors? <laughs> you brag? <laughs> like, yeah, really. Humble brag, humble brag. Humble brag, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Boyfriend's good, you have two floors. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> two floors and uh, multiple bathrooms. I think that's, wow. that's the big Dude, thing. Honey, yeah. Kind of the big thing. That is our next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This morning I was like, dude, we need a fucking another bathroom. Another yeah. bathroom will change your whole relationship. I like say, straight yes. up. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. Just so, like because you have privacy again. <laughs> privacy, you can like I like I don't know about you guys, but like I disappear into my bathroom. I could be there for like two to three hours totally. at yes. a time doing my like whole routine plucking things, like getting in there. And like, I don't need somebody like... Commenting on it. Commenting or like walking in when I'm like doing something, you know. totally. (laughs) Plucking something weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like a, it's a nice, like, it's a nice like way to unwind. I don't know. I love it. I totally... Well, just lock yourself in your bathroom. <laughs> That's how you unwind. Yeah. That's like quarantine unwinding. Wait, you guys don't do yeah, that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sharing uh, a bathroom with a dude, too, has its challenges. 100%. Yeah, what's, what's Ours? been the most horrifying? Yeah. Oh, we have a couple. But Brandon, um, he doesn't respect towels. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, tell me more. This like, is like an actual like, problem for us um, in general. He's getting better. But like, he doesn't like... You know, you have your towels. You might have your hair towel, your body towel. Regardless of the usage of the towel, you hang it up because if there's water on it, it's going to mold. Like, yeah. Like, Brandon will take a sopping wet towel and, like, put it on the ground and, like, leave it there for two weeks at a time. <laughs> He's like, why isn't this dry? And I'm like, oh, my God. 
what do you mean? Like, how how have you gotten this far in life? I don't understand. So we're we're learning new things. We're learning new things. He's receptive. But yeah, the disrespect with the towels, that was hard in the beginning. That's hilarious. That's an That's easy one. one. That's an easy you one. You know why, dude? That is like so clear. You know, mom's moms pick up those towels and hang them mm-hmm. up. Yeah, you do. know, mom mm-hmm. was right behind that little butt. <laughs> he's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what's a towel? <laughs> yeah. I don't know towel. And literally just like, she hangs it up. Like how, that's such a mom thing. Yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah, that's my man's mom was angel. Sweet angel did everything mm-hmm. for this, my sweet angel. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered Sean, um, clips his toenails and like sits on the toilet to poop at the same time. Like Sexy. it's one of the wow. times. And I heard him clipping. I was like, okay, fine. Let's just make sure that it's going somewhere that we can collect them. And yes. then I like walked in. I was like, oh. that's kind of like, you know, guys, multi-purpose. Guys love to multitask yeah. when they're pooping. Really? Oh yeah. Well, I'm so quick. I like, uh-huh. I'm like, dun, dun, I'm same. done. I don't even have time to like it's check like an email. It's like coming out. Yeah, one. I'm like totally. he today. I was like, I have to go. He's like, okay. And I sat down. He's like, okay, I, let me leave first. I'm like, I'm already done. Like, honestly, I'm already done. Like exactly. You're so fine. much fiber. So much fiber. Yeah. Oh my god. I need to get on the fiber uh, supplements. You guys. Are yeah. Asking. Justin didn't hear, see a fucking thing. Not anything. How? And I don't. I was like very. I think also too. I was never home. Mm. I was working out so much. I was like. And in New York, it's like, you have to leave for the, your whole life. Yeah. You pack your bag to exactly. leave. You literally pack a weekend bag every day to yep. leave. Yep. So I'd leave at like five, go work out, go to work, go work out, go meet someone. So I was never home. Didn't see a thing. We moved to LA. It's like, he's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what is like different? Like, how did what this happen? Did that come out That's of? like his favorite, like topic of conversation like every day he'll be like I mean I just can't believe two years I didn't see anything and now here we are <laughs> he's like here we are and you fucking reek <laughs> do you do like the do you like like go with the door open no I try not to but with freaking you can't share like we're just always talking to each other so it, I don't no I don't yeah. try I don't no, know. Whatever. Yeah. I like, I don't care that much about it. Brandon, for some reason, like that's like sacred to him. He's like, we will not, ne- like I'll try to go into the, like enter his bathroom while he's peeing. And he's like, no. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't see my penis. <laughs> when Sean was first here, he would like knock on the door when I was pooping. He's like, can I come in? I'm like, no, why? <laughs> yeah, honestly. He's like, I just like want to see you like this. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm pooping though. Like, why? He's like, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen you poop. I'm like, no, this is actually one thing you're not going to like bear witness to. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Gotta keep our secrets. Thank you so much. I thought that too. It's so weird how everything happens that you like don't think is going to happen. You know, when you're younger, you're like, he will never hear me fart. (laughs) You know, and then you're like, he will never. That's such like a milestone in your relationship. Know that I poop. (laughs) There's so many. And then you date for like whatever many years, like however many. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was dating my college boyfriend that we dated for a long time in college and then out. And I remember being with his sister who was older and I found out that she farted in front of her fiance and I honestly was like, I was on the floor. I was like, oh my God, like, whoa. I couldn't believe. I was like, she, she, what? He knows that she like fucking has gas. Like I was like blown away. That's how programmed I was. I'm like, what? And now so I was like, bad. whatever, dude. Ripping. Ugh, I'm still like not okay with it though. I know. It's the worst when you think it's going to be like a silent one. Totally. And then you just like, Look him in dead in the eye. Like, <laughs> totally. It wasn't my the bad. Dog. Totally. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. But uh, it, 
another thing too about like in your third or like going to thirties, it's like not wanting to go out. Like we went mm-hmm. out to dinner last night, the second time we've been I've been out this year. Wow. And oh my gosh, I'm a hundred years old. We went out to dinner, we got the check. Guess how much for three people? Three hundred. Yes. Really? Dude, uh, no. Three hundred dollars. Yeah. We had to get. We had to get certificate. For some oh, another. I'm. I'm a hundred years old. We had to give certificate as well. Thank God. And <laughs> I was just like, I'm sick to my stomach. Dude, I know. It's it, stupid. It's like stupid. I money. have this weird like. I had this weird assumption that things would be like on sale during quarantine. I'm like, preach, honey. I'm like, why I'm like, is the world's ending? Still, still the same price. Why is yes. um? Why? What was that? What's well, like one thing that I'm like, oh my God, it's the same price. I have to think about it. I couldn't believe it too. I'm like, I think they increased the prices. Yeah. Which respect, like restaurants need to stay open, all this oh, stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, and happy to support. But it was just like, oh my gosh, I forgot how much money you spend just like being alive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Being out. I'm like, I know. <gasps> that's and then, actually, that's what's nice about quarantine is like you realize I'm like, holy shit, I don't need like, half of the things yes. that I spend money on. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. You know what I've I've cut down so much of my spend spending on? Workouts. Same honey. I've been doing Same. so many at home workouts. I'm like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> like I've been spending like $40 to go out for an hour when I like know. I could have just done this shit in my uh garage. Like this yep. is wild. It's so crazy. We've been talking about that. It's so crazy. Yeah. The How workout came. Because then when you go to the workout you get the water or the juice yep, or yep. you see the thing and you're like, oh, I need that. Like Or parking. Parking. Driving, yep. getting parking. Mm-hmm. Forgot yeah. my mat. And workouts for some reason are, you know, $35. Like not all, but you know, a lot of times the boutique ones in LA were expensive, like $20, mm-hmm. $35 for one class. I'm so thankful that I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Walks are free. Yeah. <laughs> walks are free. For now. Also nails. Haven't got my nails done nails. in freaking 2020. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I made the mistake of in Nashville, salons opened up. So I went and got my nails done. I'm like, I'm going to get a gel manicure. And really go for it. And then everything closed down again. So now I have claws. Like I have straight up like they grown out claws. It's not great, a great from afar. But. From afar, yeah. The, the trick is I painted over them. Oh. Up close, it's like a Monet situation. Like up close and personal, big old mess. <laughs> So bad. Yeah, I was tempted. And then I was like, no. Yeah. Stick to My your toes hands. are like, oh. I'm barely hanging on polish. <laughs> on, it's like right at the last. It's literally at the last part of the tip. And it's like some like lilac purple color from spring of 2019. <laughs> and they're just so busted. But I like it. Also, do I get dermaplane? Mm-hmm. I shave my face, but I just bought my own razors. Mm-hmm. And I'm shaving my own face. I never like understood the dermaplaning situation. Hmm. Do you like, do you love it? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know why I thought that was hmm. Hmm. interesting. <laughs> She's perfect. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why people oh, like, you don't yeah, have like, I don't really understand. You don't have whiskers? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> no, I mean, why I have a girl a full, would do that. I have a full mustache, but like, I didn't know. Like, <laughs> it just makes sure. So, like, when you look at celebrities in mm-hmm. pictures, the reason why their skin is... Not the reason. One of the reasons why their skin looks so flawless is because they've shaved their face as well. So makeup sits better. Product mm-hmm. goes in better. And it just makes it your face look a different type of clear and healthy that yeah. I didn't know was possible. And it also weird. does like exfoliate. Um, exfoli- too. Yeah, it's yeah. an exfoliating. Yeah. Does it like grow back? Like No. Okay. No. No. Because that's my thing. I'm like... I haven't had it in a while. The mustache yeah. situation comes in like every three days. I'm like, I don't... You yeah. Know. And, and the mm-hmm. Dermaplane razor is just like a really nice razor. Hmm. So you have to put like an oil on and then you just like shave it up and it looks like baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. 
It is. Amazon? Where'd you go? Amazon. Cool. Love it. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Not Amazon. <laughs> JK, not Amazon. <laughs> what is your biggest learning from this year? Ah, oh, man. Biggest learning from this year, that's probably like that you... I am somebody who am pretty regimented and like plan. You know, I'm always like focused on, you know, okay, what what's going on? Like, what's my, what's my plan for like two, three months down the road? I, you guys are laughing. I feel like... No, I just... I love you. I love you. I love you. You guys... I know this is like off brand, but I swear I'm actually... Uh, no, I'm usually like pretty focused on like not what I'm doing in the moment, but like what's happening like two, three totally. months down the road. Anxiety's fun. Yeah. Like even on... um For the podcast I was working on, like before all this shit blew up, I was like spending my time like doing all these interviews and all this shit so that like when the season came out, like it was done. And then like literally like the week before I launched is like when everything shut down. I'm like, cool. All these episodes that I recorded like make zero sense now. Yes. Mm. You know, like nobody wants to like... We know the same. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. Yeah. No one like wants to be inspired to like, you know, it was yeah. like the certain inspiration episodes of, I don't know, just like inspiration to try something new or whatever, if it was in that vein, felt off because it's mm-hmm. like everyone's kind of hunkering down. Like yeah. we need yeah. to just like... And I feel like people were just taking in very specific news and mm-hmm. information and anything outside of that. They're like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't. I don't have brain space. Totally. Yeah. Those first few weeks, man. So wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think back to you. But I mean, that was just my biggest thing. I was like, I need to like focus less on planning because you cannot control. You cannot control everything. Mm-hmm. So that's been an interesting lesson is like letting go of the grips of control. What did you do about your episodes? I banked a lot of them. Yeah. And then I basically just started like scrapping together episodes that like made sense. Like, you know, like talking to people that I was interested in and being like, let's get on Zoom and record an episode really quick. So it went from me having like this whole bank of episodes and being like easy peasy, like rolling them out smoothly to every week scrambling to get like a relevant episode out. So... It was, that was this year and wow. being in our industry. Yeah. Or, you know, actually, no, you know, no, no. You know, there's tons of industries that have had to shift, but I know particularly for us and for you, it's like, because we're are like here in, res- not in, res- there's there's just a cultural element that we have to be sensitive to, you know, as it relates to the community. So it's like for when COVID happened, we had to change our content when like, you know, all these sort of things are happening. You have to change and adjust your content to support people in that way. And it's like, it's just been hard for us to get ahead because we are pivoting all the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That, that's like this whole bit year has been so retroactive. And yeah. then it's hard to like actually do... I mean, you guys like run your own business too. It's like hard to like really get on top of actual that mm-hmm. sort of thing yes. when you're just like trying to just get your shit done yeah. every week. It's wild. And I know you had to postpone your wedding. Yeah. How was that like? That was rough dude. Um, Because that was another thing. I'm like, okay, everything just kind of felt like it was on fire. And I know a lot of people listening can probably relate to that. Because like then the podcast was like, okay, I have to figure this out. And then the wedding was just this big, like overwhelming cloud Mm -hmm. over us the whole time. Because we could, we didn't know, you know, when things started, we had, we had no, our wedding was in July. Yeah, July. So this was back in March when everything happened that we were like, there's no way this is still going to be crazy in July. Like this might be like a couple of weeks, maybe a month. And then the time goes on and it's just this uncertainty of it was so overwhelming. And like a wedding, planning a wedding is just, everyone says it's a full-time job. Like it kind of is. Do you have a planner? Um, I do. I have a remote planner, which has been really, really helpful. But actually in the beginning, I didn't. 
I was like, I can do this. Isn't that so? Yes. Bless. Can't do this. Cannot do this. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> Learn something about myself. Absolutely worst logistics person ever. So luckily she was really helpful, but just the uncertainty of everything. And then also, you know, planning a wedding every, you know, your whole family's involved, like friends. Like I was getting messages every single day. So like, what do you think you're going to do? Should we book our hotel? Should we book our flights? Should we cancel our oh, flights? Like every day. Annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. So finally, we we kind of gave ourselves a timeline. We're like by May, mm. you know, things are still not looking good. Like we have to decide we're going to do it or we have to decide we're not going to do it because we actually still had quite a bit of planning to do. Um, the last like, four, you know, four or five months leading up to a wedding is like really game time. So May came around and we, we did like our whole pro con list and we were like, mm. dude, let's scrap it. And it was... Instantly the biggest relief I think yeah. I've ever oh, had. Yeah. yeah. Good. Krista, what's going on with your wedding? Yeah, ours is still happening. Yeah. May. Did you get your I well, I haven't been home. Okay, not not invite, but you got the mailing thing for the address? I don't think so. Check your freaking email. Yeah, check your email <laughs> <email-y>. problems. <laughs> Jesus. Um well also I said the wrong date in the email. So oh. my, my mom was uh quick to say that to me and I was like, I know. That's for rehearsal in case people are invited to that. So I sent the whole email. I was like, hey, guys, you know, like, give me your email for the thing. Like, here's the date. I'm pretty sure I have. You know what? I actually, I put, I actually got a bounce back because I put info. I put your info at Big Promise email. Oh, yeah. And it's the big. Yes. Everybody messes that up. I'm, I'm convinced I that I would have million that. dollar contracts that people are trying to give me. <laughs> and like, they just miss that the, you know? <laughs> Dude, same. And I was like, hey guys, it's this date, like 2021. My mom's like, hey, I think the date's wrong unless you're having it on Friday. And I was I like, love that unless you're having Dude. it on Friday. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, for a lot of, and I, of course, like literally couldn't so like, like. In Mexico, it is. Honestly, <laughs> I couldn't like be wrong to my mom. So I was like, um, well, a lot of people are flying in on Friday. So they need to have the weekend to be there. <laughs> like instead of just being like to my mom, like, oh yeah, my bad. I'm like, no. Good catch. I had to double down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you're going to change your whole wedding to be on a Friday. <laughs> so, literally, <laughs> so that I'm right. Dude, that actually sounds like a fucking great idea. But of course, it's like the first thing, you know, a mom would say. Totally. Of, like at least my mom would totally. be like, instead of being like, Wow. You know, my youngest daughter is getting married. <laughs> what a wonderful weekend of celebration and joy. It's like, wrong date. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Legit. I'm like, dude, and no one else even noticed. Like, people won't even totally. fucking notice. Any- they're probably, or they're probably like, yeah, of course she would do that. Um, that's so funny. But- my mom, my mom, the whole time she's been like, not the most supportive mother of the bride either. My mom, j- yes. And she's just like, so just get married. Like, what are you doing? She's like, just get married. Like, have a couple kids. Like, who needs this the actual wedding? And I'm like, uh. That's hilarious. My yeah. mom's like, she's like, my only thing is like, actually, she's been chill about it, but she's always been like, I want you, she's like, I want you to get married in a vineyard. I'm like, I don't even really <laughs> drink. Super chill, but uh, just do the wedding. How Yeah, she's like, I want you to get married in a vineyard. But, oh, I was thinking. You should invite her to your wedding. <laughs> Honestly, mom. Yeah, yeah. literally. Uh, She'll be like, oh. Like when she sees the dress, she'll be like, oh, you know, I didn't expect it was going to be like that. But, you know, I love it. It looks great on you. <laughs> my mom to a T like, wow, you know, that dress is like, wow, that's really something. I didn't expect it. But like, yeah, it looks, it looks great on you. Oh, my God. This is so funny. I, I had a dress. It's my life. I my had a dress that life. I really liked. And I sent it to my mom. I'm like, I think I found it. And her response was, eh. uh, honey, honey, my life. You want to like, show that much skin? Okay. It looks great. I mean, whatever. So it's not, it's all yours. 
I literally was like, okay, well, I'm not going to get this dress anymore. And when I do find the dress, I'm not going to show it to you. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I'm not showing it to anyone. Yeah. And it's not like you just said like, hey, what do you think of this dress? You were like, I think I found the dress. I absolutely yes. love it. What do you think? Here, here's the yeah, stipulations. Yeah. Like, this is important. Here's mm-hmm. my here's my mm-hmm. thing. I love this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you need to love mm-hmm. it too. Yeah. yeah. But you got your dress quick. You went to Kleinfeld's. I did. I went to like seven places. Did and you I actually, find it at Kleinfeld's? I did find it at Kleinfeld's. Did you, were you on the show? Um, I wasn't on the show, but I did like a social media takeover. And like Randy, do you guys watch? Yeah, the funny. dress? Mm-hmm. It's honestly one of my favorite shows it's, I've ever. It is a masterpiece. It's, a it's iconic. Yeah, Randy was there. We did the whole thing. Well, no I, they also like I think pump. You know, like when you're in a casino and you're like, wow, I don't know how it's eight a.m. Like they pump shit in the air vents. <laughs> Shut the fuck like, up. Kleinfeld's is like I'm that. Obsessed. It's probably like Victoria's Secret, like yeah. perfume, totally. like something or like Bath and Body Works, like something like really. There's a lot of oxygen. A lot, there's a lot of oxygen. oxygen. I, I didn't blink like once. I was in that like, appointment for like three hours. Like, Let's do this. <laughs> Literally. Uh, yeah. They're playing like girls just want to have fun like repeatedly on the thing. Also too, at Kleinfeld's like, I say us to the rest is such a genius concept because it's like the same storyline every time. It's like mom doesn't really like the dress or like one of the people is like going against the grain against the dress. And that's, totally. the, that's the whole concept. Yeah. yeah but not like, everyone in the party's happy. Before all of this happened, you know, 2020 happened, I kept going back. I think I'm going to keep looking for a dress. Now, I'm like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. honestly, I liked That's it when I put I'm it on. Like. I'm like, I'm so over it at this yeah. point. I'm very decisive. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, we're going to have it in Cabo. I like, you know, like, or we're going to have it wherever, here. Mm-hmm. here. Look at these two options, this. You know, I'm not like... Yeah. Going on Pinterest, like losing myself with all the options, because that's when you could probably get sad. Yeah. Is that whole thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It can be very overwhelming. Yes. But yeah, I'm excited. So ours is just going as normal. I don't really know. Good. And yeah, I think by next spring, you'll be okay. Fine. Yeah. I hope so, man. I hope so too. But it is interesting because, like, uh, I did have, I do have moments of being like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have even started planning, you know, and just Mm -hmm. like kind of taking this as an opportunity to elope. Do you know what I mean? This is the I, opportunity I really of all Who was I talking to? I was talking to my friend from Chicago last night and she's like, and I was like, oh, I kind of feel like, she's like, I know you're, what you're going to say. I'm like, what? She's like, that you aren't the type to be having the wedding that you're having. And I'm like, yeah, I actually feel like that. Because oh, really? my whole life before I was like, oh, whatever, dude, I'm going to like elope or like, you know, I would just oh, say all these true. things. I was kind of like anti-wedding, but it was really more of the belief. I never thought I could have the wedding that I wanted. Yeah. You know, that uh-huh. whole thing, I was like, oh, I don't think I'll ever be, have enough money to have mm-hmm. a wedding that I want. Not that, you know, every, I'm getting everything I want now, but it is interesting to be like, oh, I'm actually doing the thing of it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I always feel like someone that I want to feel different. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. And then just mm-hmm. be like, all right, I'm doing the process. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. I, I feel like a, there's been a, a lot of people have eloped and that's been great. And I, people have asked me, like, why don't you just go get married? My mom, every time I talk to her, likes to, likes to ask that question. But I think, I think we're almost similar in this way that, like, I don't really like a lot of things. Like, I'm not, like, a big... I don't spend money on a lot of stuff. But we're both me and my fiancé, we're big experience people. Like, we love experiences. And, like, a wedding is one of the biggest experiences yes. of your life. It's the only time we're ever... We have families across the country that we're ever going to have all of our families together all of our friends from the different states that we've lived together. It is like a pretty magical once in a lifetime, hopefully once in a lifetime experience, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what I said too. And I'm like, I don't want to deny myself the opportunity to be with people I love in that way. Like, 
And that's really what it felt like for me was if I didn't, I would deny myself that mm-hmm. experience. It's so special to be yeah. like celebrated yes. by all the people you, that you love. And they're like so happy to be totally. there to celebrate you. It's like a very, I can imagine, just a very cool feeling. Yes. Yeah. 100%. That you won't forget. Yeah. I'm into it. We did have, um. so my actual, like my would-be wedding date just passed. Uh, Brandon surprised me. We did like a whole, uh, he did like a surprise dinner, which was at our venue because we were at our venue for that week. We had it like booked. So we were just going to go. And I was really sad the whole day. And he, because I was like, oh, we're here. Like I see the way the sunset looks. Like the weather was mm -hmm. perfect, you know, the whole day. So he did this whole surprise thing for me. And one thing I do on that note, I realized because like you're excited for people to celebrate you, but we had a couple of friends there and everyone like went around and said like a couple, uh, you know, nice things about us. And I was like, I, this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I hate like sitting there while totally. people are like giving you compliments and like saying Same. nice things. I'm just like, oh, totally. <laughs> I have guns. 400 cards at my apartment that have never been opened. We like, meet I'm, once a year and I read them all to her. Literally, she reads them to me. Honestly, it's, it's, it's a problem. I'm going to make myself... I'm going to be at my wedding like talking the whole time. I want the microphone the whole time. I'm like, hey, everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I actually thought that. I'm like, I you want to like, talk, you can't talk. Yeah, honestly, yeah. this is my speech. <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> I know. I would I would much rather give a speech and then like, you know, scrap all the other speeches. Like, yes. I'm good. I lo- love people. I love speeches. They're my favorite part of weddings. Really? It's usually entertaining. It's and so very, entertaining. It's and em- either really sweet or really yes, weird. And emotional mm-hmm. or like, it's interesting because the other parts are cute and fun, but like, I don't know, it's just like dancing or whatever. I just love like, the, I'm like, oh, tell me more. Mm-hmm. What, are, what do you have to say about this couple? Like, I want to hear more about their yes. story. Like, I love that. Have yep. you ever seen a really bad one though? Yes. yes. <laughs> Of course, <laughs> definitely. I'm trying to think of like a it's really usually bad. like the the groom's either best man or like either best man or like best friend yes. who comes after the best man. Yeah. Well, we were at a wedding at one point. Yeah, I remember which one you're talking about. And it it was literally just like the dudes ragging on each other, like yes. the dudes in the room. So it was like a conversation between them, and everyone was like, ah, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you didn't really know where to laugh because it was yeah. actually like some like serious digs but then like some jokes but it was all between them I was yeah. like I have no idea what you're and talking it was like, about it was like that time Tanner woke up with his underwear on his head and <laughs> yeah. we're all like okay like, totally. it was it was just inside jokes and mm-hmm. it was such a miss in that way yeah yeah, yeah that's awkward I've seen a, there was one speech that I remember seeing it was like the first wedding I ever went to and it was the the brother of the groom and it was just what made it so amazing is that you almost didn't know if it was going to be good. And then he fucking like tied it all together. And it was so profoundly beautiful and emotional. And it was like, everyone was like on edge. They're like, oh my God, I don't know if this is going to suck or if this is going to be amazing. (laughs) And then it all got tied together in this beautiful way. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I still think Mm. about like, wow, that was such a good, good tie-in of how they knew each other. You know, it was like- Yeah. I've seen ones like delivered so drunkenly that like, you're like, I can't follow. Honestly. (laughs) It's just like the tension in the air. It's just so uncomfortable. At my cousin's wedding, the best man was like, John, you could have picked a better woman. But he was like so wasted. He like meant to say you couldn't. You know what I mean? And and that started it. And we're just like, (laughs) oh my God, that's hilarious. It's all good. So good. Did you stick the landing? Nah. <laughs> no. no, it was just kind of like floating from there. And we oh were my like, gosh. Then people start to hum and like talk and then drown them out. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> There's one. I have a good friends. We went to their wedding uh, recently and 
the groom, his name is... The groom is one of our friends and he's actually very, very, very feminine. He's like not masculine at all. And the dad is super masculine. Like, so the dad was like talking in the wedding. He was like, you know, when my daughter first brought home her, you know, my future son-in-law, I was so excited because I heard he was from St. Louis. So I was like, all right, we're going to go hunting. We're going to go fishing. He's like, and now, you know, my son-in-law goes and gets his nails done with my wife, like (laughs) most frequently. And he was just like going on and ragging. And like, there's such a couple that can laugh at each other. And so it was like so enjoyable to Mm -hmm. like have everyone make fun of each other and just really enjoy it. Yeah. You know? It's like a good roast. Yeah. It was a good roast. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good roast. (sighs) Dude, this is fun. I know, honestly. What are you looking forward to right now? I am looking forward to... um, I am right now I'm in between podcast seasons. So I am getting ready for the next season, which is night. I mean, I'm like, I'm probably making the same mistake twice. I'm like, wow, this really didn't work the first time that I did this, where I, I went ahead of time and, and did a bunch of recordings, but I'm going to give it another whirl. Give it a we'll whirl. see. So just like giving myself a little bit more uh, leeway and more of a runway for next season. So I'm doing recordings right now, but I'm off the air. So I'm not worried about like other episodes. And I can actually just like, relax. <laughs> yeah. Which is very strange. Like I had actually built out all this time um, around my wedding. I was like, I'm getting married. And then we're probably going to do like a month honeymoon. So I had, I booked my whole year around taking this time off and now I'm actually in it and we yeah. don't have anything planned. Right. Um. So we're actually, we're going to do like a little um, cross country road trip, like just the two of us and our dog. And like, we have a couple stops we want to do, but we're going to kind of play it by ear. And it's just like, Neither one of us has just taken like a true, just super chill vacation like this before. So I'm pretty excited about that. I love that. Where was your honeymoon going to be? We hadn't planned that far yet, but we we were we talked about a couple places we wanted to do like part romantic and then like part adventure. Yes. So we wanted to do like Spain and then like potentially like shoot up to like Turkey. Cool, cool. Um, I'm we'll dying s- to go to Turkey. Yeah, I've never never been. Really Same to go. That sounds so dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next year. Yeah. I Hopefully. <laughs> a month in Turkey though. Okay. No, not a full <laughs> month. Not a full month. Okay. She's Turkish. Like, like, honestly, yeah. literally like, okay. <laughs> and I say that and like literally watch me not go to either one of those places for honeymoon. We're going to go to like You're going to like Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go to Costa Rica. Oh my God. So true. <laughs> How can people find you if they don't already know you? Oh, if they don't already know me, they should come check me out on Instagram. I'm constantly making jokes about my own life. Um, it's which great is for fun. the people in the 30s. You make 30s jokes yeah, 24-7. Man. 20s and 30s. Yeah, yeah. It's my fave. I'm, I'm living it. So that's what I like to do. So come find me on Instagram at Big Kid Problems. Come check out the podcast. It's, it's a lot of fun. I I take the, pro- the jokes that I make on Instagram and we bring in experts to help solve the big kid problems, which is really fun. You two have been on the show. I think mm-hmm. you guys are my most, uh, the people who I've had on the podcast the most. You've yes. been on three episodes. You could say most downloaded too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, say, we'll say that for you. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to find that thing we, we retweeted of yours the other day. Oh yeah, it was like, true friends will be with you through the natural deodorant like transition yes. phase, which That's was true. Amazing. So damn true. <laughs> Doesn't work, but we wear it. I know, honestly. <laughs> I think it does. Um, yes, yeah, so you can listen to our episodes on on the pod and you can find her everywhere. She's one of our faves. We love you. Thank I love you, you guys. Yeah, we love for having me. Of course. So fun. All right. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. That was so much fun. Thank you, Sarah. You can find Sarah at Big Kid Problems on Instagram and her podcast. 
is available wherever you listen to podcasts. The Big Kid Problems Podcast. And thanks so much to the sponsors for this episode. Article, our favorite furniture, bio-optimizers, get your magnesium supplement. Plush Care is great for finding a doctor and having a virtual appointment. Public goods for all of that sustainable home goods. Yeah, I love their body wash. I love their olive oil. Mm -hmm. They have amazing things for home. So thank you so much to our sponsors. You can find us on Instagram and all social platforms at Almost 30 Podcast. We have video now on YouTube, which is amazing. We have courses and programs for your evolution on topics around spirituality and wellness at Shop Almost 30. We have conscious apparel at Shop Almost 30. And for anyone that wants to launch, grow, or make money from their podcast, your podcast pro is the spot. I'm on Instagram at it's Krista. I'm at Lindsay Simsek. And we really appreciate you being here. We'll see you on the next one. Yeah. See you soon. Bye.